yo, yo, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And guess what, you guys? We are rounding out the month of October, and there is a super, super, super amount of tennis going on. It has been outrageous, the uh, the completion of, of these tournaments and just seeing uh, who's winning and who's fighting and it's, it's pretty incredible, as well as it's uh, pretty impressive. Bryce, what are your thoughts about what's happening right now in the game of tennis, man? Well, you know what? I'm just very excited that we're starting to really have some depth in the game. I know on the men's side, you know, you still have Roger, you still have Rafa, you still have Novak kind of winning the big ones. But you have this new crew of players coming up that, you know, are really – you know, kind of interjecting themselves into some of these titles. And on the women's side, come on, it's anybody's game. I mean, any tournament that you enter, it can be any one of five or six different women that can win it. So I think it's a really good sign for the game of tennis. That's what I'm talking about, man. I mean, just so much game. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. We got some fellas who are going home, battling out for their home titles. And you got the ladies who had their elite uh, Zuhai. Is that how you pronounce it? Zuhai event? I know you're not Um, asking me. (laughs) Right? Okay, we'll just call it the Zuhai. And now we got the WTA. We got the Shenzhen event. So, I mean, just a lot of fantastic tennis, man. So I'm engaged, man. I'm trying to soak soak it all in. It's crazy. Well, I tell you what, let's get started with the men's tournaments from last week because, like you said, it was the story of the Suns coming home and winning their tournaments at home. And the first one we had was the tournament in in, uh, Vienna, Austria, which is where Dominic Team is from. And you know what? That ended up being a very interesting tournament because of some of our predictions we made last week. And I know I was... I had actually predicted that Monfils might actually win this title, but I was glad to see he made it to the semifinals. He lost to Diego Schwartzman, who I thought he was going to meet, but Schwartzman's really put it on him, 6362, uh, to make it to the finals. I was very surprised with that. And then um, I believe I actually said Team was going to make it to the finals. He did beat Berrettini in the semifinals in a close three setter, but in the finals, you know, team represented for the home front and, and a very good match uh, that went three sets. He took out Diego Schwartzman. Yeah, exactly, Bryce. I mean, the fact that team was able to get past Berrettini as well as uh, uh, Karina Busta, uh, both of those matches going uh, three sets. I mean, he just, oh, I'm sorry, not against Karina Busta. Not against uh, Busta. Against no. Bergasco. Not yeah, that not against Buster. No, and, and and I'm not. Cra- <laughs> hey, look, if Buster is listening to this, I'm not busting on you. You know, Nick Kyrgios was the one to put you on blast on social media. So I'm just repeating what he said when he said that your game was boring and plain. So uh, <laughs> leave it to Nick Kyrgios to start up some controversy, right? Right. <laughs> But, I mean, Dominique team was doing some fighting, Bryce. I mean, he battled. I mean, just he was down to Berrettini, you know, and, and lost that first set and, and looked like he was, you know, going to gonna go down straight sets. And he fought back that second set 
ended up taking it to a third and then snatching it away from Berrettini. And basically the same thing happened in the final. I mean, he was not looking good against Diego Schwartzman initially, but he finally found his, his rhythm and I guess the home crowd got him pumped up and man, he came through and he pulled that title, dude. It was very, very impressive, man. Well, the thing that I, I want to say about team is, you know, in the beginning we were really labeling him as a clay quarter and he has gone well beyond that now. He is a legitimate top five player, really on any surface. Maybe not grass so much yet, but indoors, hardcore, clay. Um, he's a top five player. Absolutely agree, bro. And let's not forget, team now has the most titles on the year than any other player. He's actually won five tournaments this year. Wow. He's really doing yeah, it. Yeah, compared to... Exactly. I mean, Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, I think all of them have four tournaments, as well as Medvedev. All of them have four tournament wins, and he's got five. Pretty incredible. Well, maybe he can start coaching his girlfriend since she got dropped by uh, <laughs> Sasha. Uh, she's looking for a new love in terms of <laughs> coaching. That's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> Just report, just oh, reporting man. what I read. Just reporting what I read. Right. Oh, poor Kiki. We go. We go pray for you, Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha over there, like Kiki. Do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> oh my god. Listeners, if I oh, if man. I if I sound like I'm a little bit loose. I am vacationing right now in Maui, and uh, I'm yes. doing this podcast, and I'm out here looking at the ocean as I'm as I'm talking, and uh, so forgive me if I'm a little loose on this episode. <laughs> yes, listeners, I am very very annoyed because I am what not in Maui, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> But it's all good, my man. You continue to enjoy yourself over there. All right. Well, let's talk. Speaking of enjoy yourself, let's uh, move yes. over to the to the Swiss indoors um, from last week. And this is another one of these tournaments that we can just retitle as the Roger Federer Open. And you know what, Isaac? Before we get into the results, I had this thought yesterday. I said, Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if next year, like Nadal and Djokovic entered? The Swiss indoors. <laughs> that would be evil, dude. <laughs> that, that would be what we call what? Petty. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, 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 I would love to see that. Just to be like, we're gonna come to your tournament and challenge you. <laughs> dude. Dude, that would be straight shade. That's all I can say. That is straight shade. Djokovic and Nadal, don't you dare do that to Roger. You don't let him do his thing in Basel. Right. <laughs> it's a, but it's enough they, you got Stan Wawrinka up there fighting about it. Sure. Well, you know, Stan, you saw what he did. Stan, um, what, withdrew, defaulted out of his match with Roger. Yeah. He, yes, he, yes, he did. He just conceded the path. He, he knew this was Roger's tournament. Um, he knew what was up. But, you know, it ended up being a really good tournament. We had in the semifinals up top, we had Federer against Tsitsipas, which is always a good matchup, and Federer won that, obviously, 6-4, 6-4. And then in the bottom half, we had Opelka against Dimonior, and that was a crazy semifinal match. That went 7-6, 6-7, 7-6. I mean, 
mm-hmm. Dimonura won that match. And and if I remember correctly, Isaac, didn't we both predict that the finals was going to be Federer against Dimonura? Uh, yes, we did. And, <laughs> and then because it's not rocket science, I think we both <laughs> picked Federer to win the tournament, which he did by giving Alex two Aunt Jemima-sized hobiscus. <laughs> right? He was like, yes, yeah, son, you look hungry. Let me go on ahead and feed you. Go and get out of my, get out of my country. <laughs> right. Trying to steal my title. <laughs> Mm-mm. But Bryce, I'm trying to tell you what we talked about last week was so true. Once again, Roger, Roger got a hold of Cece Paz, and he was like, "Look, son, you talking all that noise? Ain't yep. nobody scared of you. Yep. Ain't nobody scared of you. And you up in my home, boy? Please listen. He put them <laughs> things on him. He's like straight says, "Holla, sorry, not sorry. We'll see you later." <laughs> <laughs> but those were some good oh, results, and and congratulations to both Dominique Team and Roger Federer. Uh, excellent, excellent work. Absolutely. Congrats, guys. Now, Isaac, talk to us about this elite trophy from last week. Yeah, yeah. So, folks, if you remember, we had the uh, elite trophy. That was for the players on the WTA that were ranked from 9 to 20, and they were grouped in four groups, and they were named after flowers and all this other wonderful stuff. Um, Actually turned out to be a really, really interesting tournament. Um, some of the folks that we thought may have, you know, may have, uh, you know, done better, if you will, unfortunately did not. Um, Sophia Kinnan, or, or, or yeah, Kinnan, uh, the USA hope, um, unfortunately didn't make it to the semis. We both kind of thought she was going to make her way there, um, but unfortunately didn't make it. Ali Risk didn't make it out of her group either, and neither did uh, Madison Keys. So the USA, unfortunately, did you think Madison Keys was going to make it out of there? I mean, I mean, I mean, yes, I agree with you. We thought Sophia Kinnan was going to make it out of there. I just want to make a distinction that all those players were not under the same assumption. (laughs) Well, and that is true. The only one that we predicted to come out of the group was Sophia Kinnan. So, yes, you're right. But I was still holding out hope that Madison might have tried to do a little something and she didn't do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) She was out there shopping shopping with Caroline Garcia. (laughs) You are never going to let me live that down, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, in any case, folks, the semifinals ended up being Kiki Burtons versus uh, Zhang Sai Sai. And then it was Sabalenka versus Mukova. And, uh, you know, Burtons came through, uh, lost the first set, but then came back and won 6-3, 6-4 to make it into the finals. And Arena Sabalenka just straight up, just to straight sets over Mukova 7-5, 7-6. So a competitive match, but she got through in straight sets. And I tell you what, she got up in that final and was like, you know what? I do well in China. I do well. <laughs> well, I guess they weren't in China, but she, she has just done extremely well. Um, whenever she is over in the um, in the other continent there. So um, she took it 6-4, gave her another whole biscuit, and was like, holla at me because uh, I got this crown. Well, I so, take, uh, yeah, man. Take, make sure you take your bow. You predicted last week that Sabalenka was going to take this tournament. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's, it's one of those things, Bryce, where I just I feel like her game is really rounding out. I think she's one of those statement players. I think she wanted to win this tournament to let the folks know in Shenzhen that, 
Look, 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 Heffers. <laughs> you will be seeing me next next year up in that tournament. So don't, don't, don't even, don't even get it twisted. So I think she really, really wanted to, you know, just cap off her year in fine fashion, which is what she did. And I really expect for her to to produce even more results going into twenty twenty, bro. So I know we didn't say we were going to talk about this, but based upon that statement that you just made, who yeah. do you think? she's going to knock out in terms of who made the top eight this year. And remember, that does not include Serena. Oh, that's right. That's right. I got to think about that one. That's a really great question. Um, You know, if I'm thinking about the ladies who are up in that top eight, the one, the two that I feel, and I, I apologize because they're both from the same country, but I feel like the two that are vulnerable would be Pliskova and Kvitova. Okay. Because I, I think those those other five, they 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 doing some things. You got Barty, you got Osaka, who's back on track. Andreescu, who just be beating up everybody in front of her. Halep's got Darren uh, Darren Cahill back up in the camp. Oh wait a minute, now I forgot about Svitolina. But you know, no, Svitolina is no. doing her thing. Svitolina is doing yeah, the thing. She, yeah, she's doing the damn thing. So yeah, that, I honestly feel like it's gonna be the Czech girls that that may end up getting the boot. What you what you think? What about Benchich? I, you know, I see the same thing though. Benches was beaten up on them earlier on in the year, and she I just was. think she may have fallen off slightly. But I still feel like her twenty twenty is going to be exceptional. I, I I definitely expect her to be back in this tournament next year for sure. Yeah. So it might be title Sabalenka then still not making the top eight. Maybe she can replace Burdens as the alternate next year. Nah, nah, nah. She gonna be one. She gonna be one of them check check girls. Okay. Just trust me when I tell you. Trust yeah. me when I tell you. She will be in the top eight next year. I guarantee that. Unless she gets injured, I, I believe her game is to that point now where she will definitely knock somebody out of that group for sure. Okay. All right. That's that's good. Uh, how you like that for a little impromptu question for you? <laughs> I like that, bro. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to think of one for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's move from the consolation tournament, right? Yeah. To yes. the real tournament this week, which is you know the WTA year-ending championship. And just as a reminder, the top eight players that made it to the tournament this year were Ash Barty. Carolina Pliskova, Naomi Osaka, Bianca Andreescu, Petra Kvitova, Simona Halep, Belinda Bencic, uh, Alina Svitolina, uh, and then Kiki Burdens was the alternate. Um, mm-hmm. So, and we're going to get into why that's important in, in, a, in a minute. But um, these were the people that, that were the best players for the year. Um, so, Isaac, uh, you want to talk a little bit about why Kiki Burdens as the alternate is important? Yeah, yeah. So, basically, how they have this tournament structured is they put you in two groups. So, they have a red group and they have a purple group, which is purple is actually new for them this year because typically they just do, they do red and blue, but they decided to go with red and purple, which I, I, I appreciate because purple, you know, represents Correct. a lot of really wonderful Yes, really represents Prince, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when doves cry. <laughs> right. Go ahead, Cat Adams. We know you have something to do with this. <laughs> exactly. Go on, Cat. 
And so basically, they grouped them into two groups. And in one group, you ended up having Vardy, Osaka, Kvitova, and Benchich. And in the purple group, you had Pliskova, Andreescu, Halep, and Spitalina. Well, what ended up happening, unfortunately, is after Osaka played her first match, um, I don't exactly know all the specifics, but she unfortunately had to withdrew, withdraw from the tournament. So um, she no longer is going to be playing. So that's when the alternate comes into play. And that's when Kiki Burtons uh, was able to uh, get the call and actually came in to play on Naomi Osaka's behalf. So they always want to have, you know, of course, enough matches. So that's why they bring those alternates is to um, be able to play in case anyone from the main uh, main selection or main group isn't able to play. So very disappointing that Osaka had to withdraw. But at the same time, kudos for Kiki for being able to get in there and and and, and you know play a match. And she's going to play a couple, in fact. Right. And so, you know, Bryce, did you hear any and, uh, details on that? Well, and Osaka actually before she had to withdraw, she had a nice three set win against Petra Kvitova. Uh, yes, so she, she was off to a good start. And I believe Isaac, I heard that she had to withdraw due to a shoulder injury. Oh, got it. Okay. So um, don't know how serious that is or is not, but um, you know, look, this is going to be a common theme for the end of this year. Next year is a huge year for tennis players because you have all yes. of your normal Grand Slams, all your normal Tier 1 and, you know, Master Series type tournaments. But you also have the Olympics, mm -hmm. which is yes. a huge thing thrown in. Events. So yes. players are starting to pay attention to their schedules right now because, you know, they want to be able to last throughout the whole year. Um it's going to be a great year for tennis next year. Absolutely, brother. And I am so happy that we are going to be covering it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so Bryce, speaking of this Shenzhen, what, what are you thinking is going to end up falling out from the groups? Now, who do you think are going to make the semis and, and, and potentially vie for this title? Um, you know, I, I kind of went out there a little bit. I am guessing that the semis are going to be, I put in the top half, Barty against Fitolina. And, okay. And then in the bottom half, I put Vincich against Halep. All right. Interesting. Very nice. I mean, funny enough, now I, I also picked Vincich and Halep because I think Halep will end up winning the group that she is in. Mm -hmm. And I also think that Vincich will end up being second. Um, in the group that she's in, mm -hmm. um, I actually had Ash Barty um, uh, taking out, taking that top group, um, as well as uh, I have, well, I just, I, and I know this is, from an odds maker standpoint, it might be tough, but I actually think Bianca uh, Andreescu is still going to slide on through there. Um, so I actually have Bianca playing uh, Ash Barty in the semis uh, on the on the other on the other side. Oh, okay. So yeah. so semis, I actually picked Svitolina to take out Barty, and wow. yeah, and I picked Halep to take out Benchich. Uh huh. And see, I have a rematch of the first round. So I actually have Bianca taking out Ash Barty. And I have Halep taking out benches to so that they can battle again that excellent three setter that they had in that first round. It was crazy. So who <laughs> do you have winning? Once again, I, I, I have Miss Canadian, Miss Canada, Miss North. 
I have her taking yet another big title and it, it, it for her career. I just feel like when it when push comes to shove, I feel like she she knows how to step it up and she knows how to get the victory. So I actually have Bianca winning. What about yourself, my man? You know, even though I'm not the biggest fan of this woman, mm-hmm. uh, I have Hallow. And and I'm gonna tell you what I think with Cahill coming back in the fold. Yep. I really yep. think Halp is going to have a big year next year. Mm-hmm. I, really, I don't disagree, bro. And um, and I think I'm, I'm going out on – that's what I was saying. I was going out a little bit on, on a limb here. Um, I'm thinking she might kick it off here. Mm, okay, okay. I, I, I honestly, bro, let me just be honest with you, because this is this this was my sentiment after that after that first round match where she played and beat Bianca. If Halep had not had Darren Cahill as her coach, coaching her, she would have very much lost that match in straight sets. Darren was the one that came out and was really giving her advice around, okay. When she's slicing that damn forehand, you need to be coming in. You need to not, you know, you can't let her off that easy. You need to be more aggressive. Throw in some double faults if you need to. I mean, his coaching, Bryce, was incredible. And he kept her focused. She was trying to get negative, which is kind of Halep's thing. Right. She gets negative, and then she, you know, basically throws it all away. He was not letting her go down that path. He was like, nah, Trick, you need to step <laughs> it up, and you need to follow what I'm saying. And I'm telling you, if you do what I tell you, you're going to get this victory. And that's exactly what she did. And to me, that that was by far the best match in that tournament thus far. It was incredible, dude. I hate it because I don't have the tennis channel over here in Maui. I guess I could probably go someplace oh. and watch it. Oh. But I'm not going to do that. But um, well, watch the highlights. Watch the highlights. You'll be <laughs> Okay. Go online. They got highlights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm crazy. I could be watching it on my uh, laptop. I was about to say, you can watch it on your phone. You got, you know, we won't say the provider, but you got the provider app. Just go get online I, and get get on it. I guess I've been so in vacation mode. I, uh, <laughs> I, t- I took vacation from everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> come on, man. Come on now. <laughs> well, I will definitely start watching uh, that then this week because uh, I'll be very interested, interested to see what uh, lady pulls that year-end championship title. So, Absolutely. before we get to the men's year end, we have one more Master Series title to go, and that is the Paris Masters. And yes, sir. there are some really, really big um, implications uh, to who makes the, the year end finals based upon the results of this tournament. So, Absolutely. Uh, so the top seeds that we have um, for the Paris open is uh number one we have Djokovic we have Nadal we had Federer at number three but he pulled out and he pulled out for the reason that I was just talking about a few minutes ago he really wants Mm -hmm. to kind of preserve himself because he knows next year is going to be a big year he's already qualified for the year end nobody is gonna his position is not gonna change pretty much based upon how he does on this tournament so coming on the heels of winning his tournament in Switzerland last week, he chose to take this week off. I can't argue with that decision. It makes a whole lot of sense Mm-mm. to me. Smart decision. Very smart decision. Right. Go, Roger. Um, but back to the seeds. Number four is Medvedev. Five, team, six, zero. 
seven CC Pass, and eight Hatchinoff. Yes. So well, unfortunately, oh, I ahead. think won this last year, so he is going to potentially uh, lose a good amount of points. <laughs> Did you say potentially? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's gonna lose a lot, right? And that's my dude too, so it makes me kind of sad. But yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, it's gonna be tight on him. So as a reminder, we've already have Nadal, Djokovic, Federer, Medvedev, Team, and Tsitsipas who have locked their spots for the year-end championship. I would say as long as Zarev kind of makes his seeding here, uh, he's pretty much going to be a lock for one of the last two spots. But that last spot, there are a total of maybe 300 points separating mm -hmm. Berrettini, Roberto Batista Agut, Gail Monfils, and uh, David Goffin. Yes. And depending yes. upon how they do, only one of them is going to get that last spot. And and Isaac, who are you thinking, you, you know, has the best chance? Well, I mean, bro, for me, it goes to kind of my picks for this tournament. Um, as, as, as I'm a big fan of Berrettini, um, but he's got Songa that he's going to play in the next round, and they're in Paris, France, and Songa is French. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just don't know that I see him being able to make it out of that round. Um, and so whether or not he'll be able to hold his spot, I'm just not sure. Because for me, I'm actually predicting that Gael Monfils will make the semis of this tournament, and he will battle against Nadal. Now, whether or not he'll have enough points by making the semi, because by the way, I am predicting Nadal to win that match. Um, but whether or not he has enough points getting to the semis to, to, to bump Berrettini out of that eighth spot, I'm not 100% sure. Um, so for me, though, I, I have a feeling it might be Monfils to slide up in there if he, can, if he can do what he needs to do. Because again, folks, Monfils is also French, and they are playing in France. Mm -hmm. So he's going to have a ton of crowd support. And Gael is definitely one of those guys that he feeds off of the crowd support. So he only plays better when he's getting that love. So I, I, I really do expect him to make it to the semis, Bryce. I do. How about you? I mean, what, what, who do you think is going to grab that eighth spot? And how is your semis kind of looking? Well, I'm thinking uh, Berrettini. I was thinking he was going to hold on. Number one, he has, you know, an edge going into this. But when I started looking at the draw, Berrettini has a tough draw. Number one, his next match is against Sanga. And as you yes. know, I never vote against Sanga <laughs> unless he's playing Raja. And, um, right. and <laughs> so I'm hoping Berrettini takes the smackdown from uh, Sanga in the next round. But right. even if he gets past Sanga, he's going to have to play Struth, who is the guy who just took out Hatchinoff. Exactly. Uh, so as Isaac was talking about losing points, Hatchinoff went from winning the tournament last year to losing in the second round. So, uh, yeah, that's not good. Um, that's not good. And so I, I just I, – I don't know that I, I can see Berrettini doing really well. So I, I can kind of see the Monfils thing. But, but let's go to who I think is going to make the semifinals, right? So I'm going to start at the top. Yes, yes. And so yeah. I think – at the top of the draw, uh, 
it's going to be Djokovic. And the reason, mm-hmm. uh, as, as the first semifinals, and and the reason is going to be for the very same reason you said with Roger last week for CeCe Pass. Yep. They all heard those comments that CeCe Pass made. And Djokovic, if he meets CeCe Pass in the quarterfinals, he is going to put the smackdown on him. <laughs> because boy, oh boy. because I don't know if you saw in the news, practicing in Paris, Nadal and Djokovic were practicing together. Yes, they were. Yes, so sir. I'm sure on that practice court, they were like, did you hear what CeCe Pass said? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to like drive that him. Yeah, ain't nobody scared of him. <laughs> With his special self. So, so I have Djokovic making it uh, to the semifinals, and I think he's going to uh-huh. meet Dominic Team. Now, I'm going to cheat a little bit here because mm-hmm. I happen to know that today Medvedev was upset by Shardy. So, uh, I probably would have said before that that Djokovic would have met Medvedev, but since I know he's already out of the tournament, I'm going to say a team. And, and, and that's largely because team is hot. I mean, he's he's been playing yeah, yeah. really well. Uh, if Isaac gets froggy and wants to think Dimitrov is going to come out and be go fine and go all far and all that kind of stuff, he's going to catch a smackdown from Dominic team. So, uh, so I say team and, oh. and Djokovic up top. And then on the yes. bottom, I really like that pick of yours of uh, Monfils. Uh, I, I think mm-hmm. I may have to go with that as well. But shocker on meeting him in the semifinals, I think it's going to mm-hmm. be Varvinka. Oh, you do? I do. Because I think Varvinka wow. is going to meet Nadal. Yep. Nadal's coming off that honeymoon. His game ain't tight right now. You know. I'm going to leave that alone. And I think, <laughs> I think Varvinka is going to take him out and I think Varvinka's going to take out whether it's Struve or Berrettini or unfortunately Sanga uh, in the quarters. And I think you're going to have a Monfils Varvinka semifinal. Wow, that's an interesting pick, bro. Okay, you are straight. You are stepping out there a bit today. All right. Look, he you looked, got to look, Maui and me, lost your mind. Let me tell you what, <laughs> Varvinka looked good last week. I was I was actually a yes. little nervous about him playing Federer. Um, yeah. So I was glad that he, you know, kind of uh, withdrew from the tournament. But that uh-huh. match he played against Andy Murray. Oh, yeah. That was a good match. That was a really, really good, match. good match. So I agree. So who do you have in, as your four semifinals? Yeah, so I end up, I, I same as you up top. I have uh, Djokovic versus uh, Dominique Team again, for the exact reasons that you mentioned. I think he is going to put the smack down on, on Paz. Because you know Djokovic is also one of them statement guys. He's just like, no, nah, you're not gonna come out there talking smack, mm-hmm. not against my game. So he's, I, I'd be, I, he might even feed him to be very. <laughs> I, would, I, I would expect either a breadstick or a whole biscuit to be served up if I am being 100 percent honest. Um, I think team just because, like you said, he's the hot guy. I got Monfils, and I actually have Nadal. So I think, like how you're saying, Nadal will be off his game. I think Nadal is actually going to be 100% on his game because he got married and he got something to prove. Okay. So I, I feel like I feel like Nadal is going to step up. He's he's fresh, and he's just going to get up in there. And and the courts are slow, from what I thought I heard, um, which kind of suits his game pretty nicely. 
Um, so yeah, I have him making it to the semis. I do have him, of course, taking out uh, Gael Monfils, and I have him meeting Djokovic in the final. How do, you, how, how do you see that final looking? I have in the final, I have Djokovic meeting Vavrinka. Okay, okay. And, and who is your winner? And I have Djokovic winning. Gotcha. Because I, well, I think it's going to take so much out of Vavrinka making it to the finals. I mm-hmm. think he's going to be done by the time he meets Djokovic and Djokovic is going to be hyped and he's going to be like, look, y'all, <laughs> y'all forgot about me. Right. Yeah. And we're, and let's not forget, <laughs> let's not forget Djokovic and Nadal are still battling for the end of the year. Oh yes. Yes. Absolutely. So there's, pl- absolutely. there's plenty of motivation out there for those guys still to go out there and play. Yes. Agree. Agree completely. Yeah. So I mean, for yeah, for me, Bryce, I actually have Nadal taking the title only because, like I said, he got married, and I just think that this will be Novak's wedding gift. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I should say that I know Novak competes, but I I still believe that there is a very sincere side to that guy, and I think that you know I. I Folks, you'll hear me do some ranting and raving. I mean, Djokovic played Andy Murray for his first two Grand Slams, and I just I tend to wonder at times if 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 you know there is something else there because again he wants to be liked. He always wants to have friends, and, <laughs> so who knows? Like so that's like I'm gonna leave Kyr- that there. Like Kirio says, he always does that boob toss at the end of his. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the smacks of desperation to be liked. To be liked. I mean, that that to me is Djokovic's thing. So, yeah, I, I have Nadal snatching the title. There you go. Wow. <laughs> well, as we are talking about the greats of the game, as we mentioned yes. last week, Roger Federer won his 103rd singles title in his career. And Great. if you didn't know, the all-time record is held by Jimmy Connors, who is uh, – yeah, I'm sorry – I cleared my throat on that one. Um, but Jimmy Connors with 109. And so, yes. Isaac, my question to you as our hot topic for this week, do you yes. think Roger will eclipse that 109 mark before he retires, which could be by the end of next year? Right. And you know what, Bryce? So for me, my answer to that is 100% yes. He can definitely do it. Um, There is only that six titles. I mean, Roger has already won four this season. I don't see anything changing uh, next season. Hell, in fact, he should have won five because it should have been Wimbledon under his belt anyway, but we're not going to go there (laughs) once again. Um, And and let's be clear. Roger still plays a hell of a game on indoor hard court, which is what the uh, year-ending championships are. And I think he's won, like, what, six or seven of those? Yeah, Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. so, I mean, who's to say he can't make 104 the year in the championships and then he's just five away or six if he wants to eclipse it. So I, I really believe that Roger Federer has enough energy and enough gas left in the tank to be able to go out there and, and do what it takes to actually win the tournaments before he retires. Will, will he do it all in 2020? That's where I struggle. I wonder if he's not going to get like maybe to 108, <laughs> and then and then he'll extend into 2021 and, and play you know the Budapest Open on rocks or whatever <laughs> yeah. the case may be. <laughs> hey, 
hey, do what you need to do, get them that them last two titles, and then be like, look, I'm calling it a day, folks. So for me, I absolutely believe he will get it done, and I do believe he will um, eclipse that record of Jimmy Connors. What about you, bro? What is your perspective on that? You know what? I first okay. First of all, I love Roger Federer. He's my favorite male player of all time. Uh, I can actually say that over Yvonne Lindell now because Lindell has always been kind of my guy. And I still love Lindell, but just with everything that Roger Federer has done in the game, uh, I have Mm -hmm. to give him that nod as my favorite of all time. Where Jimmy Connors is... I can't even think of what I want to say about Jimmy Connors. Um, (laughs) If he has an opportunity to take a record from Jimmy Connors... Get at it, my dude. Get at it. But <laughs> get at it. But but seriously, from from Roger's standpoint, um, I think Roger knows he is going to be surpassed on the Grand Slam tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Count and yep. the overall title count might be something that he could hold on to. So I think for that reason, he's going to make sure he gets that record because. That could be something that allows him to hold some goatish type stature, um, right. still because he owns that that record. Yeah, that's a good point. Very, very good point. Yeah, because I don't know that I see Nadal getting anywhere close to 109. I see Novak potentially trying to get up there, but I don't know that I see Nadal. Nadal will, of course, eclipse Federer for the Grand Slam tally. Yes, and and let me tell you what, I and I agree with you with Nadal. I mean, he would need a few more tournaments on clay to do that. But on nice. but for Novak, I think the it's going to be a different situation. I think with Novak, I think this next generation is going to slow his tally down because I you know agree. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I I I think there are enough players. I I could probably name five right now mm-hmm. that. Even if they are not consistently beating him right now, I think across the next couple of years, um, yeah. I mean, CeCe Paz, Dominique Team, Medvedev, potentially Hatchinoff, Rublev. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, if if, if Zarev could get his game together, you know, he's got the talent. Exactly. He just his head ain't wrapped around it all the time, but yeah, I see him definitely getting more victories over Novak and even some of the even younger guys. I see FAA being able to finally get his game right and and be able to get up there and contend with Novak and the rest as well. It's take him a couple more years, but I still see him making some real big strides in the game too. So and and whenever you're right, hey, and whenever Kyrgios is not suspended or on probation, <laughs> Djokovic got to keep his head on a swivel for him too. Right? <laughs> go, go on, preach, man. I completely forgot about my dog, Curios. Yes, sir. Curios don't scare the nothing. Right. No. I mean, think about it. Djokovic <laughs> don't have a win against Curios. Uh, no, still doesn't. Right. Still doesn't. So Curios will remind him of that, too. <laughs> exactly. So I just think he's going to have some competition. And, and think about it in a tournament. If Djokovic has to play kind of two or three of those guys in succession yeah, in a tournament, yeah. That's just going to be tough. Now, don't get me wrong. I got respect for Djokovic. I mean, he's going to get his share of wins, too. But I think it's going to prevent him from going on a run that's going to put him into that stratosphere 
of where um, Federer is. I agree. I do agree. 100% agree, bro. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, good. Well, you know, we're, we're getting close here to the end of our time, and, and we want to thank our listeners uh, once again uh, for continuing to listen. Um, we hope that you're being entertained and being informed. Uh, we love the numbers that we're seeing online, so, so keep it up. Um, and as you see, it doesn't matter whether we're in the continental U.S. or not. <laughs> We're going to keep bringing this show to you. And and, and, yes, the, and the thing that we ask for you is when you go to the website, when you go to www.brothersontennis.com, and that's B-R-U-T-H-A-S on tennis.com, and you select whatever platform you want to listen to our podcast on, whether it's SoundCloud or Google Podcast or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever, Please make sure that you subscribe on that platform because what that does for yes. you is that allows you to get an alert every time we release a new episode. And we don't want you to miss a thing. So Don't miss it. No, not at all. So please subscribe on your favorite platform and make sure you catch our, our episodes that are coming out pretty much every week. Yes. So with that... I'm going to get back and go down to the beach right here in a few minutes. <laughs> oh, I hate you. And, and Isaac, you stay safe in those California fires up there. Yeah, that's true. I certainly will, my friend. And I look forward to seeing you back here. Yeah. And uh, with that, we're going to sign off our people. So this is your boy, Bryce. And this is your boy, Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Have a good one.